Does life feel like a struggle? Are you going through difficult times, hard times? Could it be that the difficult times and the hard times in your life are self-inflicted? Can there be decisions that you're making that are foolish or decisions of your past that you've made that have been foolish decisions and you're now reaping from what you sow? Today we're going to look at Proverbs chapter 26. And the book of Proverbs talks a lot about being wise, of course, having wisdom. And it also shows us what a fool is and what it looks like to be foolish in life. Here in Proverbs chapter 26, verse 1, it says, As snow in summer and rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a full. Some things are just out of place. And what we must realize as we go through this life is that there is cause and effect when it comes to the decisions that we make. If you're reaping today, that is, if you have circumstances in your life today that have led you to a place where things don't seem like they're going your way and maybe you feel disrespected or maybe you feel like you're not getting honor that you think you deserve, could it be a result of the decisions that you have made in your past? Could it be that it's time to turn from that and repent? That's a biblical word, repent. It just means to change your mind and stop living in a foolish manner and start making wise decisions. Verse two says, like a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow, so a curse without a cause shall not alight. So in other words, when things happen in your life, bad things happen, in your life, it doesn't happen for no reason at all. There were decisions that you made, choices that you made. Now, of course, sometimes there are things that happen in our lives where people attack us, and we'll talk about that later on here in this chapter. People might lie about you, say something about you that's not true, that's false, but you don't have to react to it. You don't have to pay attention to it. You don't have to let that affect you. You can press on move on, right? Move on with integrity, move on with honor rather than attacking back. Because as soon as you attack back, you become that fool. You become like the person that lied about you. So to, to have honor and respect come your way, you must live in an honorable manner yourself, okay? And you must be respectful yourself and you must be diligent and set your mind to, to live in that way, Right where you've decided, no, I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to do what's good. No matter what someone else does in my life, I'm going to stay the proper course. Oftentimes it's easy to, you know, play, have a victim mentality where you say, oh, everybody's out to get me. Nothing goes my way. And it's because of, and you fill in the blank because of this or because of that, whatever the case may be. I'm telling you, that's a lie. When you line yourself up with the word of God, first of all, and you line yourself up with what is good and you walk in what is good, your end results are going to be good. So nothing happens to you that, you know, you can, first of all, you can't overcome, you can't get through it. And sometimes a lot of things, and, and in many cases, the decisions you have made in your life or the decisions that you're presently making, the way you're, you're choosing to live is causing certain things to go 
in a negative direction in your life. Okay, so you need to make a choice, like I said, to repent, to change your mind, and say, I'm going to do what is good now. I'm going to press on in what is right. Okay, and this is what the Bible teaches us to do. Okay, then verse four goes on and says, do not answer a fool according to his folly. Yes, you lest, excuse me, you also be like him. Again, just because someone lies about you, you don't have to become like them. Just because someone, you know, is getting, maybe, maybe you know people that are getting ahead by cheating or lying or stealing even, or whatever the case may be, you don't have to become like them. You've got to choose to do what is right, choose to do what is good. And then you're going to find that as a result, you are reaping from what you sow. You're planting a good seed and you're getting a good harvest. But you don't have to answer a fool according to his folly. Some people come along in your life and they just, they're just plain stupid. They're talking stupid. And you don't have to even deal with them. Right, But then the next verse says, and it seems a little bit contradictory, but when you think on it, it's really not. It says, answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Now, there, so there are times when someone comes along in your life and they're, they're behaving in a foolish manner, trying to get you to do something foolish. And it's, it's important that maybe you step up at that time and you answer them and you say, no, I'm not going to behave like that, nor should you. I'm not, I, there, there's a cause and effect. I'm going to reap what I sow if I make that decision. And sometimes you have to warn people because sometimes they become wise in their own eyes and they think that taking the shortcut, taking the broad path, that path that leads to destruction is something that works and they want to stay on that path. But they come to find out that it leads them to nothing but hardships and heartaches and broken relationships and who knows, maybe even prison time for many people who act like fools and live by making bad choices, okay? Verse six says, he who sends a message by the hand of a fool cuts off his own feet and drinks violence. Here again, we're seeing this over and over here in this particular chapter of Proverbs is that don't deal with a fool. Don't, don't you know, shake hands with a fool. Don't go into business with a fool. Don't even send a message by the hand of a fool because you can't trust them. You can't trust the, the foolish person. And again, the foolish person is the opposite of the wise person. The wise person, where, where's the beginning of wisdom? The scriptures tell us that the beginning of wisdom is to fear the Lord. In the way that you live your life, you honor the Lord, you respect the Lord, okay, in everything that you do. That's where wisdom starts. And this is what God wants for your life, is for you to walk in what is good, okay? Verse uh, seven says, like the legs of the lame that hang limp is a proverb in the mouth of fools. So think of the legs of the lame that hang limp. limp. In other words, someone that, that can't use their legs. You know, Solomon is saying here, that's what it's like when you have a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Someone that acts like a fool, they live in a certain way, but they come along and try and speak like they're wise. They come along and try and give you some fancy philosophical speech to lead you astray, you know, or to get you off course or whatever it may be. It says, like one who binds a stone in a, in a sling is he who gives honor to, 
to a full. Again, honor is not fitting for a full. It does no good. Okay, if you're going to put a, a stone in a sling, you know, back in those days, they were going to use that to to hurl at something, right? And you know, giving honor to a fool is not a good thing to do. So maybe, like I said, when I started this here, maybe you're not getting honor in your life because you're doing foolish things. You're making foolish decisions. You're not lining yourself up with what is good and what the Lord God has for you, your creator, okay? Like a thorn that goes into the hand of a drunkard is a proverb in the mouth of fools. So he's just belaboring this point here. Again, does no good sometimes to even speak a proverb to a fool, okay? If you've listened to this teaching thus far, maybe you desire wisdom in your life. Maybe you wanna know what is good and what God has for you. But there are people that don't. They don't really care to hear it. They don't really care to speak it. Uh, and some people do speak it, you know, from, you know, a false foundation. They're lying. Just look at the way people live. Look at the fruit in people's lives. And first of all, look at the fruit in your own life, in your own life, right? How are you living? What is it yielding in your life? What are you focused on? Are you doing what is right? Are you doing what is good? Or are you making foolish decisions? Again, there's always room. There's always time. You're hearing this. Now can be that time when you repent. The great God who formed everything gives the fool his hire and the transgressor his wages. You know, God is so good that anybody that gets out and works, whether they're a fool or whatever they are, you know, God has given provision for us on this earth the, the 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 land the ground yields fruit and vegetables we have animals that produce meat and things like that all of this was created by god for our good and the rain falls on the just and the unjust everybody alike everything that you have comes from god so even that fool right even that fool is getting provided for by what god created. There's nothing that has been made that didn't come from God, the creator. Okay. But here's the difference, right? The person that is wise says, you know what? I'm going to honor my creator and I'm going to live in a way that is good. And I'm going to do what is right. I'm going to honor him with the way that I live my life. The fool says, you know what? I'm just going to take from God and what he's given. And I don't care to honor God. I'm going to lie, cheat and steal. Well, in the end, you reap what you sow, especially in the very end, at the end of your life, you're definitely going to reap what you sow. But even in this life, as time goes on, the fool gets what he deserves, okay? And verse 11 says, as a dog returns to his own vomit, so a fool repeats his folly, right? They, they just get stuck in that loop of just doing the same things over and over and over. You know, it's sad, but I'm going to say this, you know, I have counseled people, uh, especially young men in my life, and you show them a way, and they see it, and they say, yeah, I understand that, and they begin to walk in it, but sooner or later, it's a sad thing, 
they end up return, returning to their old ways and doing the old thing. And they, you kind of lose touch with them. I know because they stop answering calls or they don't contact me anymore. When, but when they were really hungry and they were desperate for something, they were calling out to me and saying, hey, you know, what does the word of God say? How can I do this? And then I would point them and teach them in the word of God. But a fool is a person that doesn't that says you know what i'm going back to my old ways instead of saying you know what this way is hard you know and and it is hard to walk by faith and not by sight it's very very difficult have you ever just gone out into the middle of a big wide open field and closed your eyes and started walking even though you know that it's wide open field it's still so hard to keep your eyes closed isn't from a physical standpoint you want to walk by sight. And it's the same thing when it comes to faith. People want to walk by sight. They want to say, oh, you know, everyone else around me is doing this. I see this person behaving this way and that person behaving this way. And fools love, you know, misery loves company, right? People love to jump in and go in the miserable ways of all of those that are going astray. Okay, but a wise person doesn't do it. They, they turn away from the vomit and they don't go back in that direction. Okay, Verse 12 says, do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him, right? See, none of us should see ourselves as wise in our own eyes. We should, again, not only should we live integrable lives and honorable lives, but we should be humble in the way that we live and not say, oh, I'm wise in my own eyes. You know, my opinion is this, this is what I think, so this is the way I live. This is the way my parents raised me. This is the way it's always been done. This is the way of my culture, so I stay within the way of my culture. I keep doing what my culture does rather than what my God says I should do, okay? Verse 13, the lazy man, sa the lazy man says, there is a lion in the road, a fierce lion in the streets. It's that person that always has that excuse. Oh, I can't do it because of that. Oh, I can't get a job because of this. Oh, they're against me. Oh, because of this, because of that. And I'm not even going to say the things. You know, you can fill in the blanks with maybe what excuses you've used in, in life, you know, or maybe what excuses you see people using that keeps them down. And they, they don't go out and they don't accomplish anything. They don't do anything good in life because they want to say there's a lion in the road. In other words, there's something against me. So I'm going to go out and protest this or that rather than changing who I am and making a proper decision in life to say I'm going to do what's good and I'm going to do what's right and I'm going to do what's just and I'm going to live in the way my God tells me to live and I'm going to get out and I'm going to work with my own hands and I'm going to make my way in life instead they just want to go out and they just want to cause trouble and they just want to steal and they just want to loot and they just want to do all that kind of stuff. Why? Because they're a fool. They're not wise. As a door turns on its hinges, verse 14 says, so does a lazy man on his bed. The door just stays there, has a hinge. I got to go push the door open. I got to go push the door closed. I got to make the door move. Something's got to get that door to move. And that's the way a lazy man is. They just want to, they just want to hang right there in that one place and lay on their bed and do nothing. Or maybe lay on their couch and watch some stupid TV show that eats their mind up and makes them more foolish. You know, the lazy man buries his hand in the bowl. It wearies him to bring it back to his mouth. That's just talking about somebody that's so extremely lazy, 
you know uh, nowadays the lazy person you know that person that doesn't work they just they, they just sit around and eat and get fat you know and, and do nothing you know so uh, the lazy man it says in verse 16 is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can answer sen sensibly so here again we see this foolish person being talked about this lazy person being talked about you could take seven wise people to come to a person and give a sensible answer but that person that's stuck in their way they're stuck in that way of being lazy they're stuck in that life of being a fool, living like everyone else around them, taking, you know, the, the, the road more traveled, taking the broad path that Jesus talked about that leads to destruction rather than taking the narrow road. They don't want to hear it because they're wise in their own eyes. You know, and I've dealt with a lot of people like that. Again, sometimes I spend a lot of time with people and they return to the vomit. Other times I... You know, spend a short time with somebody and they, they just don't want to hear anything, you know, as it pertains to the word of God. Because granted, no one needs to hear my opinions. No one needs to hear my thoughts. No one needs to hear me. But everyone needs to hear the word of God. And everyone needs to know what God, their creator, desires for them. And you can find that by reading the Bible. That's why I'm sitting here reading it to you, giving you the opportunity to come to know this God. This is just the one book in the Bible, the book of Proverbs. But, you know, it's full of wisdom for us. Okay, but there's so much more to learn and to grow in as it pertains to to your knowledge of God, the Father, your Creator, and His Son, Jesus Christ, who died for you and who's calling you to repentance. Okay, He who passes by and meddles in a quarrel, not his own, is like one who takes a dog by the ears. So here we see some wisdom to not get involved with something that's not your business. You know, it's like taking a dog by the ear. The dog's going to snap at you and bite your hand. Don't meddle in someone else's quarrel. Move on. People are going to be fools. People are going to act like fools. They're going to do stupid things. Get away from them. Move on. Like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. <laughs> We've all known people like that, right? They step up, they say something stupid, they do something foolish, whatever the case may be, and then they try to cover it up and say they were just joking. It says, where there is no wood, the fire goes out, and where there is no tail, tail bearer, strife ceases. Okay, so again, here we see this. Don't get involved in quarrels. Don't stir things up. Shut your mouth. Move on. You know, just... Be humble, be honorable in the way that you deal with things. Stay out of quarrels. Stay away from fools, okay? As charcoal to burning coals and wood to fire, so a contentious man to kindle strife. Same point being made here. You know, don't stir things up. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the innermost body. You know, that's, that's for that person that likes to hear gossip and you know someone is a gossip. They're a tale bearer. They're the one coming, telling a story, making something up, talking behind someone else's back. It says here that that goes down into the innermost part of your body. In other words, it, in other words, it affects you. 
and you become this person that gets affected by the, uh, someone that's telling a story or gossiping or whatever. We need to walk away from it. That's what wisdom tells us. Fervent lips with a wicked heart are like earthenware covered with silver and dross. Okay, fervent lips with a wicked heart. That person that just like loves to speak, talk trash as we could call it today, right? They love to just talk. They love to just run their mouth, right? And it doesn't do any good. There's nothing pretty about it is what's being said here. It's just, it doesn't look good at all. He who hates disguises it with his lips and lays up deceit within himself, okay? So, we're not supposed to be people, especially if I'm speaking to you and you proclaim that you are in Christ and you have been born again, then you should be walking in the fruit of the spirit, love and peace and joy and patience and temperance and self-control and all the things that are good. You shouldn't be full of hate. You shouldn't be talking deceitful things and all of that kind of stuff, right? Verse 25 says of this same person, when he speaks kindly, do not believe him for there are seven abominations in his heart, you know? So you, a tree is known by his fruit, Jesus said. Today, you know, people say, oh, don't, you can't judge a book by its cover. Yes, you can. In many cases, you can, especially as it pertains to people. Maybe not as it pertains to books, but as it pertains to people, you can see how they behave on the outside and you can, you can tell whether they're a fool or whether they're an honorable person, whether you should trust them, whether you should do business with them or not. Look at the way they live, okay? Um, Though his hatred, it says, is covered by deceit, his wickedness will be revealed before the assembly. In other words, it's all going to come to light. It's all going to come out in the open. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it, and he who rolls a stone will have it rolled back on him. So you're trying to trip up someone else? You're trying to dig a pit for them to walk into and fall in. You're trying to set them up for failure. It's going to come back to you. Again, here we see that person that lives like a fool, that does what's wrong, they're going to reap what they sow. Verse, the final verse of chapter 26, a lying tongue hates those who are crushed by it, and a flattering mouth works ruin. So we see a lying tongue, a lying tongue. What is it doing? It's produced, it, it hates. When someone lies about someone else and they just want to crush them as a result, that's a person who is motivated by hatred. They're motivated by envy. They're motivated, motivated by strife. And these fools exist in this world. The second half of verse 28 says, and a flattering mouth works ruins, okay? Sometimes people are going to come up and speak all kinds of flattering things to you, but they got something deceitful behind their back, and they're talking about you when they leave. Sometimes there are people that need to hear certain rebuke and, and be corrected, but yet people want to just flatter them anyway. I know people like that in my life who, you know, they're constantly repeating the same type of poor behavior, but yet they got family members that are enabling them and that are speaking flattering words to them rather than confronting them and saying, hey, you need to stop this foolish behavior. You need to grow up. You need to change. And we're not going to accept this anymore. You see, that's what the word of God does in our lives as well. It does rebuke us. It does correct us, and it gives us instruction for righteousness. So I exhort you today 
to read your Bible. I exhort you today to give your life to Christ. If you have any questions, anything I can help you with, email me, dave at aloveoutreach.com. Go to the website, aloveoutreach.com. Fill out the contact form. Love to point you in the right direction. But again, be wise. Don't act like a fool. Don't live like a fool. Especially don't live like a fool and then wonder why you're getting the stones rolling back on you. Why is everything crushing me? Why am I falling into a pit? Could it be because of the decisions that you're making and the way that you're living? I'm telling you, yes, it is because of that. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Whichever the case may be, we'll see you next time.